One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Through the force, things you will see, other places, the future, the past, Old friends long gone. Han? Leia! Control, control, you must run control! I've got to go to them. Decide you must. I've to serve them best. If you leave now, help them you could, but you will destroy all for which they have fought and suffered. A. D. N. It's headphones nailed! Welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my very exciting review for the latest episode of The Book of Boba Fett, so notably episode number six, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. So the title of the episode, in my opinion, refers to the smallest part of the episode, but probably the most pivotal part just because it deals with... Um, what I figure we're gonna and or what I anticipate we're gonna see in the season finale for the book of Boba Fett so two things to note this review is gonna be split into two parts um, and there are gonna be plenty of spoilers because there's way too many to avoid for what happened in this episode and a lot of connections and callbacks and things like that so spoilers aside the first part of the review is going to be related to the whole story or the regarding the story arc for Grogu and Man- the Mandalorian and then the last part of the review which is a small part but, and more speculation for the next episode but is going to be related to the events that happened on Tatooine and related to Boba Fett himself. So jumping right into it um, I want to say that overall the part the introduction with the uh, elements on with Grogu were very well received. So the scenes with Ahsoka were very, were probably the best, not the best, but most interesting just because we see, or the interactions between her and Luke left me wanting more as far as how they met up with each other, especially when we, since we lost, last saw Luke take Grogu, and then when we lost, last saw Ahsoka deal with the Mandalorian on that planet, um, and all of that stuff and when she said she's not going to train Grogu so I'm kind of curious to see how they met up did they uh, or had they had met up before the events in the Mandalorian so all of that and 
um, that sort of stuff. So overall, very good stuff. So I'm kind of curious to see how it'll play out in that if it'll play out in the next season or if that's going to be something that's left to um, the Mandalorian season three. Um, from there, um, having R2D2 was a given because we have Luke Skywalker. So I was kind of hoping for more reaction for R2 and the Nebu Star Speeder that um, the Mandalorian shows up in. But I guess because it's not yellow, it's maybe he's it was a react uh, like internal reaction like oh hey look a Nebu Starfighter. So it felt more like a nice little um, callback to um, where we first saw. R2 in the prequel trilogy, so um, a very interesting connection there. Um, and then we, of course, have a lot of training with Luke and Grogu, so I did like a lot of the callbacks from The Empire Strikes Back with um, Luke's training with Yoda. Um, as far as not trying but doing, uh, Luke raising the frogs, all of the frogs out of the pond in the vicinity to show Grogu the power of the Force. Um, the obstacle course that Luke takes Grogu on as a mimic to the obstacle course from the Empire Strikes Back. So basically a reversal of their roles there. Um, so And then the show, long and short of all of this though is I liked all of the animations in the Luke Skywalker stuff that they did visually. So my issue at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2 was that... Luke's eyes and face generally looked um, bland and stale, kind of looking off into space and not very animated, so it was kind of weird, but looking at what they did here, it looks like they made a lot of improvements and uh, fixed it up a lot, of, a, a lot, and it looked aged up to the point where you could see this has been a few years since Return of the Jedi, but then also they animated the face a little bit better, so it lo looked a lot more lifelike. So I don't know if maybe they now that they have more, they had time for more um, points of animation and stuff like that, that they were able to improve it. But in general, I liked the look here. So the, all the issues that I had at the end of The Mandalorian are now resolved in my mind. So good stuff there. And, the, and then to round it out, overall, the um, theme of... Um, attachments was very not overwhelming but very well presented especially to start between Mandalorian or between the Mandalorian and um, Ahsoka that she doesn't mind um, Din giving um, Grogu the chainmail basically but it's going to cause a problem with Grogu that he already misses the Mandalorian a lot so him showing up is going to make it harder for Grogu to continue his training and ultimately because Grogu has already spent time with Din that he should have the ability to uh, or reading into it Grogu should have the opportunity to spend time with Luke to spend to learn more ways of the force and ultimately decide if he wants to go down the path of a Jedi or a Mandalorian um, or as a Mandalorian which they presented well at the end of the episode that Luke gives Grogu the choice that uh, rather than hiding from hiding the fact that the Mandalorian showed up and Grogu showing up later and potentially getting mad and leaving, that Luke is giving him the choice up front and saying that Grogu can walk the path of a Jedi or the path of a Mandalorian, but he has to make a choice one way or the other. The only thing that didn't really sit well with me was that ultimately 
there was a Mandalorian who was a Jedi and had the dark saber, so there is there's there is someone who can walk the path of both. So I'm wondering if um, Grogu is going, or this is all a setup for Grogu to um, have that choice as well, or if Grogu is going to have to deal with the same choice Luke had in Empire Strikes Back, where as part of his training, um, Grogu is going to see the battle that Din and Boba. Um, have to fight on Tatooine and either decides to um, stay and finish his training with Luke or go and fight with um, his original mentor in the form of the Mandalorian. My current guess would be if I was to add a little bit of speculation here is that um, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, Grogu is going to finish his training with Luke because he's he is in relative safety. Luke has generally been open. He understands that Mando has left him with Luke in his care for training and needs to deal with or not deal with but complete his training so potentially Grogu is going to finish his training but leave um, Luke's tutelage and join up with the Mandalorians. I was trying to kind of and potentially go on um, Din's quest to Mandalore. Um, I was trying to think back to what this reminded me of um, as far as someone in the Star Wars universe completing their training and then walking off to complete their own path and I couldn't 
find a, a suitable comparison. I know it's in there somewhere, but I just couldn't think of it. But the closest thing I want to say in the meantime is Ahsoka, where she was a part of the Jedi Order because of the way they were and that they didn't trust her enough to believe that she was telling the truth. She walks off and even though she still holds to the Jedi Order, she didn't, or the Jedi principles, she didn't want to do it under the auspices of the Jedi Order. So I have a feeling that um, Grogu is going to finish his training, but because he also wants to follow the path of the Mandalorian, um, he will join up with them. And because they want to follow a new path and rebuild Mandalore in a new way and kind of be the new, the second coming or the, a new wave of the new version of the Mandalorians, that he's going to end up joining them, be their leader, or even potentially just be their military arm, wield the Darksaber as a suitable um, symbol of his power and take it from there or something along those lines. So um, that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, but with all of that being said, all, all in all, this was a very good episode. So moving on or pivoting from that into the events on Tatooine. So we have Boba and Fennec holding council that they now have a good idea of what the power structure is. Um, in Moss, on, on Moss Eisley, I want to say, um, wherever their Jawa's palace is. Um, but they need now that they know the power structure, they actually need the power. So the mods are good at getting information, but they're in the information arm and not the fighting arm. So granted, they have Black Cranston um, and uh, the Mandalorian, but they need more foot soldiers. So that's where Mandalor the Mandalorian comes in and says he might be able to help. And we get the introduction or the reintroduction of the Marshall Cobb Vanth in um, this show to potentially have them hired to or hire him and his group of people to fight alongside Boba Fett and his group. Um, so I liked that we had the pre the prelude of Cobb Vanth dealing with the Spice Runners um, and then. Uh, Din showing up to deal to let him know that they're trying to get rid of all the spice runners and it's going to be a bigger problem if they don't do anything. So a nice little tie-in and connection there. And then of course the biggest revelation for this part of the episode was that we have the uh, we have the uh, stranger showing up in the desert in the form of Cad Bane from the Star Wars Clone Wars series. Um, Overall, I like this interaction. I liked the transi the translation of his character and personality from the TV show or from the show over in from one TV show over to another. I guess is the best way to say it. So, overall, I liked all of that. I liked his voice and affectations and all of that. The only thing I kind of didn't like is that he, the animated version looked a lot better than this live action one. Um about half of the time so half of the time it was actually a pretty good visual mostly because when his face is hidden it was the best but for some reason just when his mouth was moving he looked more alienish rather than a viable actual character so i don't know if um his character is just that hard to translate or what was going on there so i actually will need more um time with the character to see how they, if they even bring him back for next for the next episode for the season finale or if he shows up again in 
the Mandalorian season three, but we have a showdown between him and Cobb Vanth. We're led to believe, as far as I can tell, that he shot and killed Cobb Vanth, but from what it looked like, he was, Cobb was a hit in the shoulder, so I have a feeling that this interaction is going to be the reason why Cobb... I mean, in the interaction with um, Cad Bane, Cobb Vanth's character looked like he was already leaning towards um siding with um boba fett and the mandalorian but he was undecided or he wasn't going to do anything unless it affected him personally which with the interaction with cad bane that's now going to happen so um in general that is why i think in the next episode we're going to see that cobb vanth wasn't shot dead he was, it was kind of more of a warning shot from cad bane but cobb is going to show up to jabba's palace and with the townspeople um to fight alongside um, Boba and Din, and then um, Boba Fett is going to bring in the Tuskins, or he's gonna. We're gonna probably see. I figure in the first half or the first at least third of the episode that he's gonna rally the Tuscan Raiders to his cause to say, "These guys are stealing from you." I and I gave them a warning to leave, but they killed off all your, all these people that trained me, so join with Boba to fight against them and take them out and reclaim your planet kind of thing. So that's kind of where I figure we're going to go in the next episode. Um, if they have a 38 or 40 minute episode, I have a feeling they can take care of it in that much time, but I figure we're going to also get a longer episode closer to one hour in order to accommodate all of that uh, all of the stuff that needs to go on i also figure we're gonna get a resolution with um grogo and luke's training um it might be kind of a smaller part of the episode if they do do it um that's also how i figure that if they focus if the bulk of the episode is on tattooing with getting the tuscans having cobb vanth and his um, city show up that's and then the ultimate showdown with um the pike syndicate that's all gonna take up i figured that'll take up the bulk of the 30 to 40 minutes and then we'll, we're gonna have maybe 5 to 20 minutes related to an overview of grogu's and luke's training and then um either grogu himself goes to rejoin with um the mandalorian or he convinces luke at least luke i doubt that ahsoka would go but at least have luke show up to say the Mandalorian is a good person. He needs help. Um, he. This is going to be one of those things where Luke is called into action because it's Luke's home planet, of course. He has that connection. Um, we have the Pike Syndicate, not necessarily because they're doing something illegal, but because he realizes that Boba Fett was a bounty hunter and he's now trying to change his ways and take control in a new way through respect. Um, so I figure five to 20 minutes to cover that story, like a kind of a, um, montage of training, communication, um, and, um, just kind of an overview to get that done. And because, um, Ahsoka told Luke to, for him to follow his heart that, um, he's going to end up doing it because of his, um, connection to Tatooine. So that's all there is for this particular review. So as long, so um, overall, the little things of like having Luke, uh, Yoda's lightsaber, the humanizing moment between the characters with the training, um, 
and all of that. This episode was very well done. I like that um, the I the whole interaction between or the line between Ahsoka and Luke about Luke being just like his father was a very touching moment. So I like that connection as well. As far as um, Ahsoka having known Anakin and now having known Luke, she sees Luke. She sees the similarities between them. And I actually kind of want to see if they had that discussion about um, Anakin's fall to the dark side and how Luke redeemed him. So there was a picture going all around, I want to say a few months ago. I forget if it was just in a private group or somewhere on Twitter, but there was an interesting picture between, I think I want to say maybe a fan image of uh, Luke telling Ahsoka that he was able to convert vader back to the light as anakin and ahsoka crying that and saying that he came back so i'm kind of curious to see if that actually happened and has become a um canon interaction so potentially between an uh, interaction between them in the next episode where grogu tries to convince them to fight with the mandalorians on tatooine to free the planet from the rule of the pike syndicate and we have Ahsoka telling Luke that you told me about how you redeemed your father, so why can't Boba have the same chance of redemption? Or because she has she's fought with the clones and she knows that they're not inherently bad and that they were they actually fought on the side of the Republic and the stormtroopers were used for Palpatine's evil schemes that Boba's not a bad person and you've obviously seen how a good per how good a person the Mandalorian is so helping them in this case would go a long way to not continuing the hostilities or anything like that and showing that um, the Fets are not bad people and it was a victim they were basically there at the time of they did what needed to be done at that time but that doesn't mean that they have to be uh, labeled in one way or another forever so that's all there is for this particular review so if you have any questions comments feedback um what did you like dislike or anything what do you expect or anticipate seeing in the season finale for the book of boba fett you can comment on this post on twitter at patelin01 the website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes subscription links supporting the show and all of that good stuff but thanks for tuning into this particular episode and until next time Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.